Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 22nd day of November. Welcome to each and every one of you that are here who have made an effort and a conscious choice to engage in the scriptures for whatever reason it is that you're here. I pray that God will speak to your heart and you will know the heart of God in a real, true, and intimate way. To think that we can have intimacy, a personal relationship with the creator of our being is quite remarkable. We are diving into a brand new book today. It's the book of James. And if you're not familiar with James, uh, James is no joke. James does not come to play, and James does not mince words in any stretch of the imagination. So uh, I, I caution you that if you're really listening to the scripture and you want to catch everything, you may have to pause regularly in today's reading. Before we do that, Jesus, I pray that you would soften those hard places in our hearts and our minds that we have grown calloused and ridges and edges that are pointy and sharp and impenetrable and speak to us. Holy Spirit, convict us and change us from the inside out. James, chapters 1 through 5, reading the New Living Translation. This letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am writing to the 12 tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings, dear brothers and sisters. When troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, Ask our generous God, and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask Him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Believers who are poor have something to boast about, for God has honored them, and those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers, the little flower droops and falls, and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and He never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. 
so don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself, and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. My dear brothers and sisters, how can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ if you favor some people over others? For example, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in dirty clothes. If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can stand over there or else sit on the floor. Well, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? Listen to me, dear brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith? Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But you dishonor the poor. Isn't it the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? Aren't they the ones who slander Jesus Christ, whose noble name you bear? Yes, indeed. It is good when you obey the royal law as found in the scriptures. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin. You are guilty of breaking the law. For the person who keeps all of the laws except one is as guilty as a person who has broken all of God's laws. For the same God who said, you must not commit adultery, also said, you must not murder. So if you murder someone but do not commit adultery, you have still broken the law. So whatever you say or whatever you do, remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. But good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions. Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. 
unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now, someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened just as the scriptures say. Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth, and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? 
Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again. If you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. And he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you are criticizing and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone who gave the law is the judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to judge your neighbor? Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow, we are going to a certain town and we'll stay there for a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. Look here, you rich people. Weep and groan with anguish because of all the terrible troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is rotting away and your fine clothes are moth-eaten rags. Your gold and silver are corroded. The very wealth you were counting on will eat away your flesh like fire. This corroded treasure you have hoarded will testify against you on the day of judgment. For listen... Hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated of their pay. The cries of those who harvest your fields have reached the ears of the Lord of Heaven's armies. You have spent your years on earth and luxury, satisfying your every desire. You have fattened yourself for the day of slaughter. You have condemned and killed innocent people who do not resist you. Dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who patiently wait for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. You too must be patient. Take courage, for the coming of the Lord is near. Don't grumble about each other, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. For look, 
The judge is standing at the door for examples of patience and suffering. Dear brothers and sisters, look at the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We give great honor to those who endure under suffering. For instance, you know about Job, a man of great endurance. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end, for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. But most of all, my brothers and sisters, never take an oath by heaven or earth or anything else. Just say a simple yes or no so that you will not sin and be condemned. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then, when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. My dear brothers and sisters, if someone among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back, you can be sure that whoever brings the sinner back from wandering will save that person from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. We began and finished the entire book of James today, and, and I would argue that anything I could say after this would cheapen the words of James when they are just so powerful and poignant on their own. I could close my eyes and pick any sentence in any one of these five chapters in the book of James and give personal stories and examples of uh, doing the opposite of what James says to do. And so I read these words today with great conviction. I read these words today with feeling the weight of such words from the brother of Jesus himself that knows endurance firsthand by watching what his brother endure, that understands the power of belief when people will call you crazy for who and what you believe in. I hear the teaching from a man who watched his brother obey the voice of his father and never bow his knee to appease the opinions of people that he was not even in relationship with. I hear the power and the questioning of why are you catering to the rich and to the famous when they already have plenty? Why are we treating them with royalty and walking past those in need? I hear the conviction of a brother that says faith without doing anything about it is dead. It's not enough to believe unless your belief is active. I hear an essential word of controlling our tongues from a man who watched his brother 
torn by judgment, slander, assumption, and the slow death that we literally kill people with daily by the words that we choose and the slander and gossip that we participate in. I hear the wisdom of a man who watched his brother lead with humility, sent to serve a people and not to overtake a government. I hear the tenderness in a man who knows the importance of intimacy with God the Father. I hear the poignant truth of criticizing and judging one another. I hear the gentle reminder of patience and endurance on the journey of faith. I hear the suggestion of conversation with God, especially amidst hardships, because no one, not a single one of us, will escape hardships. And finally, I hear the beauty and the words for both the wanderer and the one that brings the wanderer home. If we really listen to this book of James, the brother of Jesus, yes, it smacks us hard as it should. Conviction is uncomfortable. It's the discomfort that causes us to stop, consider our actions, consider our words, and examine ourselves. And if we don't like the person that we've been or that we are being, we get a chance to be the person that we want to be, the person that draws people to Jesus. Maybe even the person that, if somebody has walked away from God because of the hypocrisy of God's people, they would see us and not be impressed with who we are, but they would be impressed by what God has done in us to change us so that we would ultimately draw people to this brother of James, who is Jesus. So Jesus, we thank you for these words today. And as much as they hurt and pinch and sting and convict us, I pray that we would find the hope in them. May that hope give us the endurance to keep going another day, another minute, knowing that you are with us. You never leave us. You never forsake us. Thank you for this space and time of meeting with us here. And I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I guess it's a week full of surprises here with me today is my favorite human being in the entire world to bring you all a special announcement about what is launching here at Daily Audio Bible Chronological. So without any further ado, here is my love, Brian. Okay, so I said at the beginning, hang out to the end. I want to tell a story and I do. And it's, man, it's a story of a couple of years. And so I've been kind of formulating how how to do it without taking a very, very, very long time. And it's a conversation about the technology that we use to be the global campfire, to be the daily audio Bible every day. That obviously comes, well, to some of you through podcast readers and uh, catchers and all of that kind of stuff. And for most of us, that is the daily audio Bible app. 
that is Ben and has been growing to be kind of our portal of connection to each other. And that's something that we built many years ago. It's it's funny because the Daily Audio Bible began before there was this this surge in the world called social media. Before all of that, we started this global campfire. And so social media exploded around us and now it's ubiquitous. It's like everywhere and most everybody uses it. Jill and I use it almost never anymore because it can be such a toxic place. But that came about and the Daily Audio Bible kind of grew up with that. And then iPhones, like smartphones, came out. And all of a sudden, the uh, the technology was portable and was available to phones. And then apps for phones started to be developed to create little tools for productivity in our lives and ways to keep us more connected. And we have more ways to be connected than we ever have in the world, but we still find ourselves in isolation a lot of the time because of this technology. And there came a point where we started to build a daily audio Bible app and we had a version of that. And then to really create a more communal experience, we felt like we had to build from the ground up something that would serve us, not really knowing what we were doing and, uh, and, and the app world not really being fully fleshed out with standards. And it was just a really kind of crazy time, even though we're just talking about the time of the last decade, a lot has happened technologically in the world that has really changed the face of our understanding of humanity and ourselves. So much is happening in the world today. And so we've been using that app that we built, the Daily Audio Bible app, for years now and fixing it and tweaking it and repairing it and improving it and correcting it and But it's always been a bit of a challenge for us to chase down all the different experiences on all of the different phones throughout all of the earth, on all of the different cellular networks, on all of the different Wi-Fi's. It's been a really, really, really challenging thing. And a a few years ago, kind of during the COVID season, COVID was happening and everybody was isolated and we are the global campfire. And so we're doing what we do every day and we're being there for each other through COVID. And that's a beautiful thing. But behind the scenes, we're, we're watching everything being taxed, the system being taxed, looking at where we wanted to be, where we want to go, how we want to build a sense of community into that application so that it's more than just a place to go to listen to the Bible, that it's actually a place of connection because that's what we as humans need, connection. We, we long for it, we look for it, we fight for it, we fight over it, connection to each other. And what we're really looking for is stable, safe connection to other people that can embellish our lives and love us and that we can give love in a pure and true vulnerable way back 
And so we've built things over the years like the prayer wall for places like this, but we've also watched what social media can be and just how just how kind and generous people can be and how dark and evil people can be and how do we create how do we create something that can be pure and good and just stay pure and good that was one of the questions about starting the daily audio bible itself after a year into this I saw that something was happening here and I felt like it was pure and innocent and true and that the community that was coming around the scriptures was broken people looking for connection with other people in a safe way to feel like we're not alone we're connected to God and God connects us to each other and his word informs us on how to live our lives and so that's been always the dream and the hope and that's been what we've tried to do every day that we've showed up here to take the next step forward is to be true to be pure to be honest to be vulnerable and and to try to love with the love of the Lord for each other and we have done such a, a good <laughs> such a good job of that that I don't know any other place in the world like the one that we have here around the global campfire. I know there's beautiful community everywhere, but to have a run like this of 18 years of just trying to be uh, open-handed and vulnerable and hold things lightly and be true and be honest and just try to grow together has caused remarkable, well, certainly remarkable things in my personal life and in the lives of of, of the people in my family but it has caused that to happen all over the world because we've been the recipients of these stories as they come in as the community speaks of what God does through his word and through the global campfire community here and through the app that we share this gift through so anyway back to the story coming out of out of COVID as COVID was kind of getting over just as the lockdowns were starting to be sort of lessened just a little bit, we've, we kind of came to a, a, a point in technology where we really had to, to take a new direction and actually even, even make some changes in the development team and really, really whiteboard and focus what we're trying to get done here with this technology what it's really supposed to do stably and how it's supposed to work every day in a manner that's useful and helpful and that the resources that are in it like journaling and prayer wall and interaction that these things that these things work reliably because we had built something very beautiful and very elegant and definitely on the cutting edge of things but resourcing all of the needs of that technology has been a challenge with our ever-growing family here and and like i said just all of the different experiences just all of the different ways to encounter an episode of the daily audio bible 
And so we went back to the drawing board and started looking at like, how do we, how do we get there from here? Um, what can we bring with us when we go? What should we bring with us when we go? What have we learned? And what should we rebuild knowing what we know and knowing that we can't get there from here? And so a lot of discussions happened back then. And a lot of really strategic decisions were made back then. And we began a new development project back then for essentially Daily Audio Bible 2.0, baking into the new technology from the ground up everything that we knew we wanted to do. The Daily Audio Bible had always been on the edge of technology, but we were bolting things on as we went because it was just growing up around us. The community was just growing up around us and we were just adapting. But with this decision back at the end of COVID, it was a strategic decision to look with vision into the future or what we are trying to make. And the desire is that the Daily Audio Bible is a point of connection to other brothers and sisters centered around God's word and the rhythm of God's word and what the scriptures are saying we should be living like and so that we can display that for one another and connect to one another as we take this journey because being alone is a killer. Isolation is a killer. Loneliness is a killer. Depression is killing us. Anxiety is destroying us. And with all of these tools of connection, we are being pushed further and further into isolation because with all of these tools of connection, we see more and more and more just how vile humanity can be to each other. When the scriptures are telling us there's a better way, you could focus on how you are taking care of each other. And that's what we've been trying to model. And that's what we've been trying to live. And that's what we've been trying to do. And that's what we've been pouring resources into developing technologies that can support this have been. And we have, we have, we have bet the farm on this. We have invested so heavily over the last couple of years that we are finally reaching a point where I believe we have a foundation and a technology that, that the Daily Audio Bible owns and controls and can set the course for and can build onto without having to, without having to rewire everything. Finally, in a position after all of these years of growing up together to to be much more stably connected and build out community using the Daily Audio Bible app. And so I'm telling you that as we go into the new year, this technology is going to begin to come online. None of it is online, like for any public use right now, but in the next few months, we will be getting to a place where 
we'll start beta testing some things. And rolling out this new technology in the year 2024. And so I'm telling you all of that now to say that's what's that that's what's been going on. There's been a massive, massive, massive development project going on behind the the scenes to to actually host the global campfire, to be the daily audio bible. And it's been a huge risk, a huge investment, a huge um, a huge obedience in a specific direction with specific goals of creating connection around God's word in our lives. So that's coming in the new year. And we've been working on it really, really hard. Christmas is coming. And normally we do a Christmas box each year full of resources from the Daily Audio Bible and the annual Christmas ornament that we pack in there. We're not doing a Christmas box, as it were, this year. We're doing something centered around what I've just told you. We're, we're centering our holiday this year around the global campfire and resourcing this development project as we move toward its conclusion. So we don't have a box this year. What we do have is all of the music of the Daily Audio Bible, all of the music that we've produced over these years. We've pressed each of these projects on vinyl to make them beautiful, to have beautiful packaging, to have something tangible to actually hold in our hands. And so we've pressed up the sleep album that came out last year on vinyl. We've pressed the heart album and that had been previously on vinyl, but we completely repackaged it. New packaging and pressed heart on vinyl. We have Max's Christmas time album that came out a couple of years ago. We pressed that on vinyl for the first time. Our family Christmas album has been pressed onto vinyl for the first time. And the music from the Promised Land films, the soundtrack that is part of the Global Bible Campfire soundtrack called Promised Land has been pressed onto vinyl for the first time. So we have five different projects that we've pressed up on vinyl. And that's kind of going to be our Christmas box this year. All of the resources that come in from the purchase of these resources will go into this development project that we are trying to bring to the finish line. And so there are five different projects available. Any one of them that you purchase or any number of them that you purchase will put the Christmas ornament with our word expand this year on it. We'll put that and send that and put that in the box and send that your way with each order, an ornament for each order. You can order one, you can order them all. There is a donation of a minimum donation of $25 for each one of these. That's price of vinyl albums these days. So we want everybody to be able to participate, but you can give as much as you want. You can name your own price and contribute in any way that you can. 
or any way that you want to. And we would like to send these to you as a gift of thanks for investing in the future of what we've been building together. I'm sitting here now going, wow, we are we are at Thanksgiving and it's gonna be Black Friday and it's all on. Like this I get here and I feel like the year's practically over because it just goes into warp speed until until after Christmas. So it feels like the last moments of the real year. And I'm sitting here going, wow, we are almost done with 18 years of this seven days a week. And I have it in my heart for 18 more. I hope that can happen. I want that to happen. And I want these next years to use technology in a way that is safe and brings connection to God and to God's people in a way that is helpful to our lives so that we know we're not alone. We know we are in this together. And so there's the story. There's where we're going. That's what's been going on behind the scenes. A lot of massive work has been happening, especially this year behind the scenes. And I'm telling you about it. We're moving forward together. And everything that we're looking at is looking at ways to be connected together as brothers and sisters in Christ centered around God's word each and every day. So if you can participate in that, you can find these resources in the daily audio Bible shop. Just look for them. You will find them. And thank you. Thank you humbly. Thank you humbly for your partnership at this time. We could really use your help now. As we're moving forward into some really, really big steps forward. And we can all pray into this as we move forward together into the new year and into moving into our new home together. Thank you, babe, for popping in today. It's always a treat when we get to hear from you. That's going to do it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow where we will turn the page in the stories of our lives and in the story of God's word. And as we celebrate the day of Thanksgiving, I hope you have the most amazing day, the most amazing food, and the most amazing memories made together. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another. Hey, Dab Sears. I need to update you guys and thank everybody for praying, praying, Kingdom Seeker Daniel, Daniel, and um, everybody else who's prayed for me. Oh, this is Kira Contrite Spirit, and my son is Nish, and he's been on a 12-year journey of like drug use, homelessness, um, you know, me- mental issues that come along with like a lot of drug use, and it's we're kind of, it's a turning there's a turning point right now i am praising the lord i've been praying for breakthrough i've been praying for um and clarity um in his situation um for me and for him and i've been giving him up 
to the Lord. It's been a process. This past three years I've been trying to help him. And it's gotten to the point where it's just God's perfect perfect amazing timing it looks like he's on track i've i've filed this petition legally and looks like he's on track for mandatory court court uh, appointed uh, treatment um for for substance and i think the mental health it, it, part of it as well um because that's his situation and i'm just thanking jesus for the prayers of the saints i'm thank you for allowing me to obey and take the steps and listen and just pray see uh, without ceasing and listening to God and for being able to obey and take the steps and and y'all it's just I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful to God so just agree with me in prayer um, thanking God for clarity um, him having Nish having clarity of his situation and just and God drawing him near which he is doing and um, and just for a new life. Amen. In Jesus' name. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's Simone from Texas calling in. I just left the doctors for my two-week um, checkup. And thank you guys so much. Everyone has called and prayed that didn't call but did pray. Um, my numbers for my kid kidney function uh, doubled and they are doing much much better so I'm on the road to healing as far as that's concerned I took the doctor's um, advice seriously and I did everything necessary um, they did find a lump in my breast so I have to go and have an ultrasound done and ha see a specialist they want to rule out and make sure it is not breast cancer and seeing that my sister died at 39 years old from it it is serious and it's something I will yeah so I, I have the um, ultrasound and the specialist appointment in December so keep me in prayer um, blood pressure not doing that great she actually had to put me on two more medications now I'm, I'm now on four medications for my blood pressure it has been stroke level all week she's threatening hospitalization if it doesn't come down and I am still extremely stressed out about work and I'm interviewing and I'm trying to find a new job but the stress just won't go away and now it's the holidays and you couple everything it, it's just yeah so I'm on the men's on in one area but not doing so well as far as the blood pressure is concerned um, I've been really really sick with that so just wanted to give you guys an update I'm still listening every day and praying for you guys and I'll check in in three weeks after my next visit Hi, this is Chastity from Kansas. I wanted to call with encouragement for Emmy from Illinois. I just wanted you to know that I'm praying for you. I love you and I'm so sorry the way that things are going in your home and in your marriage. Um, I would like to recommend a book that a couple of ladies from my Bible study that I was at yesterday recommended for me to give to my cousin um, who's going through a rough time in her marriage. It is called Love Must Be Tough. Um, they both said that this book has saved their marriage. Um, so I do want to recommend that to you. Love Must Be Tough. I can't remember the author, um, but that's the name of the book. And also, I wanted to ask for prayer um, for myself. I feel kind of silly asking. Um, 
but I wanted to ask for prayer for godly friendships. I just honestly feel lonely. Um, over the past few years, I've really been kind of coming to the end of a very, very long friendship. Um, about 25 years um, that I've known this friend. Um, and we used to be super close. We were at each other's house every day growing up. My sister and I were always with her and her family. And uh, just over the past couple years, um, we've just all become a little more distant. And so I just feel lonely at times. My husband works usually when I'm not working. Um, and I will stay home with our son when my husband is working. And it's amazing getting to be home with our son. I just, I miss friendship. I miss people to talk to. I miss people to hang out with. And I want it to be godly people. I want godly influences in my life that are gonna help me grow closer to the Lord and not draw me away from Him. Um, so just wanted to ask for prayer that I will find godly friends. I love you guys so much and thank you for this community.